0: Hey, how you doing? Everything I know about's good. Tell me about this and I'm going to say cancel culture at some point, but I it's it's the counter culture, mom. Where did this come from? What is this about?
1: Well, for me for me personally, where it came from is I gave my life to the Lord at 16 years old. I grew up a farm kid in Wisconsin and I started to see the second I went to Hollywood at the age of 20, I went on a national student exchange program. I don't know why they call it exchange, because no one was going to Wisconsin. We were all <laughs> trying to get out of Wisconsin. It's ridiculous. And I told my parents one night, I'm heading to Los Angeles. I got accepted at Cal State Los Angeles for film and television broadcasting. And my dad almost had a heart attack because I, we never left the farm as kids. We were busy, you know, picking rocks, bailing hay, milking cows. And I went to two years in Green Bay, but it just wasn't enough for me. I wanted to have an impact in pop culture, find out more about why they had certain TV shows airing. And this is like 20 years ago, you know, when I, 25 years ago when I was a kid. And so I moved up to L.A. at 20 years old, right after my 20th birthday, going over the first, uh, you know, big string of lights and one of the little mountains there on Highway 10 driving in after like, 2,548 miles, but who's counting? And I'm like, I've got this. There's like 300 lights right here. What the heck are they talking about? Hollywood's big and I'm going to get lost and you know, uh, destroyed or taken. And then I go over the second hump of mountains worth of lights and I'm like, I'm dead. What the heck am I doing? I'm not going to make it. There was like miles of lights. But I quickly got involved with film and TV and while going to classes, I had people saying, hey, if you really want to get into the movie business, You really need to submit your headshot and start getting with agents. And in the first year, I had 20 or so agents, and they all sent me out on different jobs. So for two days a week, I was pursuing my film and TV degree, graduated a year later, right on time, luckily. And the other three days a week, I was immersed heavily in pop culture. And man, did I learn a lot. And it went from Tina Marie Live as just me to then about 10 years later, getting married in under a year, the fourth time we met in person, we got engaged, and then had four kids in four years right away. (laughs) And I was no longer just me. I was counterculture mom. I'm like, that's it. We have to fight the battle of what's going on. And it meant more to me when I became a mom. All
0: right, fight what? What's the fight here? And you're going to talk about a number of these topics on Sunday at Alps Road Presbyterian Church. You see, you watch TV and movies, you consume this stuff, and whether you want to or not, it's kind of your vocation now. What's the problem? What's out there that's dangerous and pervasive? There is
1: so much that's going on that is, honestly, a lot of it should be illegal. The FCC, Federal Communications Commission, has laws set in place to keep our kids safe. The number one problem I had when I went to L.A. and I saw it relatively early in my career is I would talk to a lot of celebrities while working on sets. For example, Brittany Murphy, or Britney, um, yeah, Britney Murphy on Little Black Book. When I worked with her on that movie set in 2004, she was dead a couple of months later. And now the crazy thing is, it's surfacing on what really happened to her on People Magazine this week. If you saw that in the store shelves. When I met her on set, we started talking. It was just her and I between takes, and we talked for gosh, 10 to 15 minutes. The, the director actually had to break us up and say, Hey, you guys are here to, you know, work. But we talked and had the most interesting, eye-opening conversation. She said, Tina, I'm a Christian, and I know what I'm doing is wrong, but I feel like I have to do this in order to get ahead in the industry. And she told me that after I asked her, hey, can I ask you a question? I just started talking to kids in school, the Miss America pageant. It opened the door for my speaking career, and I'm going all over the place exposing what Hollywood is doing with these harmful movies, this graphic content here. We're going back 15 years. And I said, you were just in 8 Mile with Marshall Mathers. You did sex, drugs, um, those scenes, overdose scenes in that movie. What were you thinking? Like, did you feel guilty? She goes, Tina, I felt so guilty because I'm a Christian. I know what I'm doing is wrong, but I felt so much pressure. And if I didn't do what the casting directors and the agents and and all these people told me to do, I knew I would lose my career. I would get kicked out of Hollywood. I would never work again in in the industry. And she goes, but I feel guilty. Every time I leave set and I do a scene that I know I shouldn't have done, it's leading kids astray. I mean, we had such a good conversation. And I encouraged her. I said, you clear from that stuff. Well, and use your talent that God gave you to glorify him. He's going to give you the right movies. But, you know, if you are feeling... uh, convicted that you're leading these kids to do drugs and sex and glamorizing it with no consequences, I said, God, will give you the right movie. So we had a great conversation. A couple months later, she was dead, which that's a whole other ballgame of what went down there anyway. Um, but it really opened my eyes at the age of 24. Oh, my gosh, the number of celebrities. I met dozens of them while working in film and TV out there on set, runway, you name it. That told me they don't want to be doing what they're doing, but they feel so much pressure to do it. Right, and Tina so it Griffin was no with us.
0: longer Tina Griffin, yes. counterculture. I wanna I wanna play and, and I mean it probably more literally than I should in this instance, play devil's advocate for a quick minute. Uh, these are similar to conversations parents were probably having concerned parents, churches, pastors, probably hearing the same stuff sixty years ago about Elvis. You know, it's going to corrupt yeah. our kids and they can't show Elvis from the waist down, all that stuff. Uh, what's new? Why is it worse now than then?
1: I think the access to technology, number one, makes it worse. But you also have the type of content. I mean, I grew up watching MacGyver, you know, uh, very different from MacGyver to Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. In fact... I worked on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. It was more of a comedy. It wasn't Chilling Adventures of Sabrina today, 20 years later. People, parents think it's a remake. Heck to the note to that, they hire real witches to work on set. And I have videotape a, a, a glimpse into the proof of that. There's actors on set that admit that. I get my hands on this dirt. People still send me dirt that work in Hollywood. I use it in my program. This is the type of programming, and witchcraft is on the rise. This week on the Counterculture Mom Show, which you can hear on Salem Radio and about 10 different TV platforms, I did a whole episode, four episodes, with three guests on Satanism and the occultism, the rise of witchcraft in America among our millennials. They are fleeing from churches and running to Satanic temples, running to the Satan clubs that are now cropping up on school campuses. They are enthralled by it. They're uh, excited to try it. The Ouija board, even a a past occultist on my program this last week for 12 years, just got out of it two years ago, a born-again believer on fire for Jesus, told me even Satanists will not touch a Ouija board because of the demonic entities that can enter you and you have no control over it. Satanists flee from this, and all of this is all over the place right now in film, TV, Netflix series, on our apps, social media. You have um, you have uh, Little Nas X that just came out with a demonic human blood in his Nike geared shoe, which right now they're in a battle at a court case. But Little Nas X was giving Satan a lap dance in one of his recent music videos. And the occultist that was, the ex occultist that was just on was explaining it's not just a lap dance, it's literally sodomy. And he explained it in detail. And the crazy thing is, millions of kids are watching these type of music videos. This is ninety percent of the pop culture today is this garbage, where in the past you it was hard to find one like this, is that graphic. And Little Nas X also has now a pole dancing challenge for little girls. You could win ten thousand dollars for a showing and sending in a video which he advertises now on TikTok. This stuff wasn't out there for for kids in the past 20 years ago when I was a kid. We didn't have cell phones 20 years ago. It's a major problem because parents cannot keep a handle on it. That's why CounterCulture Mom, we have a team of 23, 24 people right now, just hired another person to jump on board and get our app. Parents that are tuning in right now, get our app, the CounterCulture Mom app, get premium. It's 5 bucks a month, but, man, do you get amazing content to go in the palm of your hand to get the power back in your hand so you know what's coming out on social media. You know what's coming out of Hollywood. You know what's vying for your children's attention, even in the public school systems today. And you can put a stop to it and teach your kids, instead of this route, we're going to do this route. These TV shows are great. We're solution-driven at Counterculture Mom because parents are so fed up. They told me the last 10 years speaking Can you please create something so we know ahead of time and our kids aren't having nightmares or wishing they wouldn't have heard some lyrics or wish they wouldn't have seen a movie? And that's what our goal is at CCM, is to help parents navigate the pop culture chaos because it's a major attack on our kids right now like never before.
0: Yeah, you anticipated the next question there, Tina Griffin. Uh, okay, we could sit here the rest of the morning and talk about the problem, but but you want to be solution-oriented. That app is one yes. thing you're talking about there. I mean, the speeches that you make, and you do this uh, pretty consistently, you'll be at Alps Road on Sunday. Uh, about a minute left here, uh, and maybe a little more. Summarize what you're going to be saying. I mean, what are folks who come on Sunday, what are they going to see and hear?
1: Okay, well, originally it was just going to be me. But I called this amazing church, and their staff has been phenomenal to work with. Uh, Deb and Pat have been such blessings. So I called them about three or four months ago. I said, here's a deal. We had 15 authors that just wrote this book of 21 chapters. that has been in my brain for two decades, Pop Culture Purge. They wrote it. I then said, instead of just me, let's bring in an ex-porn star. Let's bring in an ex-Satanist. Let's bring in an ex ex-relationship expert here. Uh, she, toxic Relationship had a kid as a teenager. Mm-hmm. And let's have them talk about what pop culture did to corrupt their lives, but how God has now freed them. They need to see the reality of what pop culture is not telling them. And I go through a great opening, foundational aspect of Hollywood and what it's currently teaching our kids from apps, movies, TV shows, video games, and then What can we do about it? And a good 10 to 15 minutes are all the tips that parents and teens together coming to this event will get to apply in their homes to say no more. We're gonna stop this satanic agenda, and we are so excited to try these new entertainment options, new conversations with our kids. Even the guests that I talk about that are on my program, they're the experts and they give solution after solution depending on what the parents' needs are with their teens. I have sixth grade students running up to me in these presentations. Handing me their cell phone with their mom next to them, tears coming down their face saying, I don't want my cell phone. My mom was right. I don't want it got a note from here. If,
0: if you heard my phone go off just now, it's a note from a listener. Uh, Mary's listening, and, and she says this. She says, praise God, hallelujah, for this woman's going to be battling with Satan. I will be there on Sunday, a text from Mary. Uh, Sunday is uh, Sunday, 2 o'clock Sunday at Alps Road Presbyterian Church. There's $10 at admission, college students, in free. Uh, go to the website. Information there. Again, uh, Hollywood Exposed, Tina Griffin, the counterculture mom. Uh, we could go on for the rest of the morning here. Fascinating conversation. Conversation, Great subject matter. Appreciate your time this morning. Look forward to seeing you on Sunday.
1: Absolutely, Tim. Thank you so much. And there's not many tickets left. I cannot wait to meet everybody there. Let's do this.